Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Hegener Homestead Podcast. Today is Tuesday, uh, January 3rd, 2023. Ah, so weird. Um, it is a new year. Um, so I just wanted to talk about the meat rabbits a little bit. So on the 1st of January, I bred my doe. Um, so this was the second time I tried breeding her. The first time she was still a little underweight, um, not quite fully matured yet. And, you know, she wasn't really interested in it. My buck did get a couple fall-offs, but I don't think she was really lifting for him too much. So she didn't end up getting pregnant. Or if she did, then she, like, reabsorbed the babies. Uh, she did pull some fur, but I never saw any blood or, like, little nuggets or anything. Like, um, I didn't see anything like that. So she, but, like, she pulled some fur from kind of between her front legs. Um, and... I was a little bit worried about that because there's like a bald patch there. Um, but there's no babies. So, and I gave her a nest box and everything, everything just in case. But she didn't like, she gained weight because she was maturing and um, it was getting colder and stuff. So she was putting on a little bit more weight. But um, yeah, I don't know if she just like absorbed her pregnancy or what but um or if she wasn't pregnant at all and she just randomly decided to pull her hair out um but anyways so I rebred her on the first and right now I just have the one buck and the one doe uh Roger is our buck and Mrs. Hopples is our doe um and so I'm really hoping that she gets pregnant this time like by the time we're ready to process, it should be, you know, April, or I might let them grow out a bit longer, um, just because then you get, like, a little bit more meat and, um, a better hide for, for tanning, and, um, you know, whatever, um, bucks we get from the litter, I will process them first and skin them and everything and go through the tanning process. We'll try the meat out and see because we still haven't tried rabbit meat at this point. So, um, I mean, I'm sure there's probably a little bit of a learning curve, you know, like with anything to how to cook it nicely, but, um, we'll try it and, hopefully we really like it, um, if not, then, then we'll probably, like, I'll keep rabbits for the poop, but, um, I think, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more worried that my husband's not gonna like it, and, like, for me, I'll probably be like, well, I didn't cook it right, so I'll just try again. <laughs> until I find some way that I can cook it. And if I have to eat the whole rabbit myself, like, I'll do that. But, um, 
I don't like wasting food and I'm not that picky of an eater. Like, I don't, there's certain things that I don't like, but most, like, land meat and stuff, like, I've never really had any land animals that I've been like, um, yeah, I don't like that. Um, no, I haven't had, like, tons of different things, but for the most part, I think, like, I've had squirrel before. We, um, one of my classmates cooked some for, like, a school project, and that was fine. Like, didn't have any issues with that. So, um, <clears throat> but, you know, there's, there's always a possibility that it's not going to be the right animal for us, but, I mean, they are so great in the garden, and once I get more production in the garden, like, I can spend more time in the garden, get better results, do things smarter, <clears throat> um, then, like, it's gonna be so much easier, um, because, you know, um, the more and more I do every year, like, both with the chickens and other animals, um, I'm trying to feed them more and more from the land as well, and, <clears throat> um, at least while it's available, you know, like, it's good to have feed and pellets and stuff, like, when you, there's no grass on the ground and not much else, but, um, you know, I mean, chickens aren't native to this area, so you can't really be like, oh, well, what do they eat in the wild there? <laughs> you know, in the winter, um, cause they're, like, not from this area, wildly, um, chickens were domesticated from, like, jungle chickens, so, um, I think there's been some that started in, like, desert areas as well, but, yeah, like, I don't know of any, like, northern chickens. I mean, we have breeds that are more cold-hardy now, but, like, originally, that's why people freak out when they see chickens that are abandoned and stuff, like, which, I mean, I think is kind of stupid, you know. Maybe that person wanted to feed the wildlife, you know, they've got to eat too. Maybe they want to see if chickens can survive on their own, you know? Um, I mean, they can be kind of scrappy, and, you know, who knows? But that'd be kind of cool to see wild chickens roaming through the woods. At least I think so. Um, <clears throat> be like, give them a fighting chance. Like, they just escaped. <laughs> um, but anyways, we're here to talk about rabbits. So, um, so yeah, like, in the winter, you know, I'm kind of thinking, like, well, well, what do, like, snowshoe hares eat in the winter? And, you know, we, they're probably gonna eat more dried leaves and twigs and stuff like that and bark, um, you know, because obviously there's not that much green stuff and most of the green stuff is evergreens and I don't think they generally eat that sort of thing, um. 
also, um, I didn't, like, gather a bunch of leaves this year. I mean, a lot of times you're using that for, um, for composting and stuff like that and sheet mulching. But, um, I guess, like, biggest thing I'm kind of worried about is like if there's bugs in the leaves and then if the rabbits eat the bugs like well they're not omnivores or insectivores or anything like that so I mean maybe they would eat around the bugs and just leave those alone but maybe the bugs would make them sick or something like that's kind of like the weird like thing I'm kind of concerned about, which I probably shouldn't be. That's probably just, like, I'm overthinking it. Um, but, yeah, so I'll probably try to keep that next year. Um, and I was trying to make my morning chores easier by, like, bringing kind of like a bucket sort of thing filled with hay over so that I can just grab the hay from the bucket and put it in there instead of, because right now our hay is in a, um, big container that's, like, next to our front door, and the animals are, like, way over there, so, um, by the time you walk the hay over, like, you've lost half of it in your hands, because it's, like, falling apart, um, but we've had, like, rain and warm weather. Um, it's been, like, a December thaw. Like, now it's starting to cool back down. But, um, so there's been more moisture in the air. And now the hay feels kind of soft. Like, it's not crisp like it should be. So, <clears throat> I don't think that's really a good idea to have it out in the open. Like, I should just keep it locked up and I should just move that container in with where the animals are. That would make a lot more sense. Um, and then next year I can put leaves in there as well. Um, <clears throat> again, obviously, like, you want to make sure that they're fully dry and everything before you put them away. And, like, um, like, twigs and stuff like that that they can eat. Um, I should be pruning that and storing those away for them for the winter next year. Um, <clears throat> I did, like, cut off a bunch of lilac twigs, because our lilac bush, um, likes to just spread out all the time. Like, it's progressively gotten bigger, and I don't really want it to get any bigger, so, um, the rabbits are helping me with that. <laughs> but, um, I also need to get better at tree identification because, I mean, while the trees have leaves on them and I can look at the leaves, um, and I've been getting a little bit more familiar with the trees that way, like, once the leaves are gone, uh, I have a hard time identifying what's what just from the bark. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes you get, like, just a few leaves that are left on the tree, but most of the time, like, all the leaves come off, unless it's, I think it's birch that, or not birch, uh, beech. Beech leaves 
stay on the tree. Um, which I believe they will eat as well, but, um, I'm not sure how much beach I have. So, um, and, like, some of the stuff is, like, oh my gosh, like, you can't feed this in any quantity, or this is toxic, or whatever, for rabbits, and, like, basically just everything in moderation with rabbits. That's what I've kind of come to to stand by. Um, I mean, with most everything, but uh, with rabbits especially, because I think they're their digestive systems can be kind of finicky, um, but they're, they're like a browsing animal, so they don't want to have tons of one thing, uh, like, if you are doing forage for them, like, they want a little bit of this, and a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, and a little bit of that, so it's good to, like, mix up what they have and not just give any huge quantity of one thing. If that's all you've got, then, you know, okay. But maybe you want to supplement, like, until you're super comfortable, I would say, like, keep supplementing with the pellets. Unless you're financially unable to. But, um, if you're not able to, then, um, well, you know you make your own decisions, but I'm not gonna tell anybody, like, how they need to do things or whatever, but that would be my recommendation. Um, so, I mean, rabbits are one of those things that you can feed off the land. They are herbivores, so, like, you can, I mean, I don't know why, I think maybe it's because they're, like, a smaller animal, so, but it's kind of, I feel like it would be easier to have, like, sheep or goats and feed them off the land than, um, than to do the rabbits, because you're not free-ranging your rabbits, and you're not, like, it's hard to (laughs) rotate them, um, because they're avid diggers, and, um, you know, you can't just put up electric wire and keep them in, or, like, electronet or something like that, like, they'll just dig under it, so, um, whereas, like, goats might jump over the fence or whatever, but, um, yeah, like, rabbits like to dig, and, So, I mean, you can obviously, um, make tractors with, like, wooden slats on the bottom so that the grass goes through, but then you're not getting, like, an even mow down and stuff. So, like, really, I mean, if you have a bag mower, then that's kind of the easiest way to collect your grass and stuff. Um whatever's growing in your lawn, but I don't have a bag mower, so, plus, like, we've been letting our chickens out, so, you know, I don't want them to get stuff that's, like, contaminated with chicken poop, um, so I've been kind of picky about what I've given them, um, 
like this past summer but um yeah you know just doing what we can you know slowly but surely and just trying to do more and more um as we go along uh for all our animals um because i mean there was a lot of reports of like pig feed that was contaminated and just killing pigs um and like sometimes your animals get kind of picky and they don't want their food like um i've been swapping the the feeding things for both groups of the chickens because older chickens want the pellets but not really the grains so much and the younger chickens like the the grains a lot more than the pellets so they'll be like all pellets left with our main flock and then grains left with the old flock and so I'll like swap them around and add more feed that's mixed and then like swap them around again because whatever but you know they're you know they want to have different stuff um which I think is probably normal for different age groups um so but yeah so hopefully I'm really hoping that we will get baby bunnies February 1st um that would be really cool um I I want baby bunnies. Um, and my doe was a lot more receptive to the buck this time. Like, last time she was a little bit aggressive with him. Not, like, really bad. Like, they weren't outright fighting. Um, but there was a couple times when it looked like she was gonna go, like, try to bite his balls off or something like that. Like, she put her head kind of underneath there. So I had to, like, move her away. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, we do not want to do that. Because um, that's something that can happen with rabbits. Um, so, yeah. Um, um, sorry, I just saw a sign that said, like, I just saw like letters C U N and I didn't see like whatever the last thing was and I was trying to figure out what it was because it was like the town sign <laughs> I think it was C U N Y like see you next year I'm guessing um but yeah that just took me a minute sorry distracted um <clears throat> what was I talking about Oh, the breeding. So, yeah, this time she, you know, she ran around a little bit, but not that much. And and he was able to just go to town. Um, and he got quite a few fall-offs. So, a couple of them were not successful, but um, he definitely got a few fall-offs. And I saw her lifting her tail, too. So, um... She maybe didn't do it every single time, but I definitely saw her lifting her tail. So, um, she was way more receptive this time. Like, she was ready. 
I think the last time she was still too too young and and not ready for that yet so um so I will probably be waiting longer I mean it's been she's she's like what eight months now I think because she was born April so yeah um yeah eight months um eight or nine months so I'll probably wait like that long before I breed any other rabbits unless they like look like they're much ready much more ready (laughs) I don't know um because I mean she was she was not at her full weight or anything yet either so she was like really scared I was going to do like have them together a second time in the evening because I know like some people do that um although kind of learning more about uh biology and how reproductive systems work and stuff um I don't know that it's necessary because the the reason why people do that is because rabbits they're ovulation can be stimulated by, uh, by reproduction. So, um, or copulation, I should say. So sometimes just like doing the act will, um, make an egg release. But I mean, they should still have sperm in their system if that happens. Like, sperm usually lasts for a couple days so um unless rabbit sperm is different I don't know but um usually sperm is is still there for like almost a week or so uh or it can be anyways maybe not all the time um so that probably isn't necessary so anyways hopefully she is pregnant um she was definitely way more receptive, which I'm glad of. Like, she wasn't feisty or anything like that. Um, my buck does pull fur from her when he breeds, um, which is something, like, it's not talked about a lot. Like, I've never seen a video on it or anything like that. But uh, while the buck is on top of the doe, sometimes he'll, like, kind of bite, like, her neck and to like kind of hold her down and get a good grip and stuff and a lot of times that will pull fur out um so sometimes you get like chunks of of fur that are out um and sometimes they kind of like act like they're grooming or something like that but they'll actually pull some fur out um so you know I guess it's like kind of a dominance thing a little bit and just just the physics of it like getting a good grip so they can do their thing um but yeah that's it's kind of normal like I don't really like it so much especially you know in the winter I don't want her to have um bald spots so um but it's it wasn't as bad this time as last time um 
because last time she like had a patch that was missing and it was a little bit raw as well so um yeah but it grew back you know the fur will grow back um my doe's patch where she pulled out that's growing back now it's you like almost can't tell the difference now so um but yeah any clumps of fur like I'm trying to save I should probably put them in like a bag or something but I kind of have them in one of the other cages right now just out the way and then you know if she doesn't pull fur very well or whatever I can add like a little bit in there I mean I don't have a lot but um you know I'll probably just add it to to the nest next time or whenever you know hopefully she gets pregnant <laughs> um and has a successful litter like hopefully she'll be a good mom um but yeah there's always the chance that she's not gonna do well with her first litter and stuff but you never know like some some of them do great the first time and and every time after sometimes the first one or two are a little a little rocky while they're learning the ropes but I'm hoping because she's older now um, she's at her full weight she's mature like I hope that you know she's she's mature enough to know what to do and that she will take care of her babies when she has them if she has them <laughs> um so I'm counting this as like my first time um just because she was too young the the first time I actually tried to breed her um so if this if she like doesn't do well with her litter or whatever or it doesn't take um you know this will be strike one and it could be my buck um I mean he definitely has everything there um I did check in like right before because I cut their nails and stuff so they wouldn't be like digging in each other just in case she got feisty too like <laughs> I didn't didn't want that and she had some like she had some claws on her so um I did cut their nails before I bred them um and his his testicles like looked a little empty but I mean he was definitely all about it and so I don't know if he like I've heard that they can um like pull their their testes inside to keep warmer um and in the summer like usually everything's hanging out because it like airs better and you get more ventilation that way and stuff um but um so I don't know if that was it but I don't know that that would actually impact like how effective he at is as a male 
Um, like, I feel like if he's got, if he's got the jewels, then, like, it shouldn't matter where they are in his body at the time. Like, they just do that for heat regulation, you know? Um, but I could be wrong about that. I'm not sure. Um, but, I mean, he was definitely excited to see her, so, um, hopefully, you know, he's all good there. Um, but, I mean, I've heard from a lot of people that, like, they're not getting successful breedings. So, whether that's an issue with either their buck or their doe, or maybe it's something in the feed, or maybe it's, like, light exposure, because light can play a part in it as well. Um, I am getting light soon, hopefully. I asked my husband to order them, and he, like, still hasn't placed the order, so I'm gonna be like, can you just order my stuff while you figure out what's going on with the other things that you wanted to get? It's like, I need my stuff now. Um, so, um, I'm gonna get some solar lights just so, you know, we don't, like, trip the, the outlet that we're using for the animals' waters and stuff. Because, I mean, I don't know how much electricity they pull, but we've got four heated waterers hooked up right now. And I have another one for the rabbits, so that, like, when we separate the boys out, they can have their own. And I'll keep the girls with the mom until I process the boys. And I might do the boys earlier. Um, just, again, you know, to to try the meat out and see how we like it and then I'll have more room for the girls if it's you know if the water is still in danger of freezing all the time because I only have one extra heated water so um I mean I'll try to keep the girls in with the mom as long as possible but I mean the cage is not that big that I have her in, um, so, I mean, I might maybe move her and the babies over to the bigger cage, um, I just have to, like, shuffle some things around, um, but yeah, so, but even that one, it's, it's not, that much bigger. It's, like, taller. Uh, but the floor space is not that much bigger, so I... In the future, I want to make, like, big cages. Um, and, you know, not have them so deep, but... Because I have short arms, so it's kind of hard for me to reach in very far. Um... But have them longer so they have more room and, you know, can put multiple doors in or whatever. Um, but probably just, maybe if I have to grab some, like, just get some 
blockers in, like walls or separators or something like that. <clears throat> and, and put those up. I don't know how that'll work, but um, yeah. So um but yeah, I want to try like the tanning and stuff as well. Um and I mean like if we don't like the meat, I could sell it as dog food or something. Um and maybe I like the tanning process and making furs cuz I mean like their furs so warm even if they're not like a super thick thick furred rabbit um you know, they're not like a silver fox or something that has really thick fur, but it's so warm even still. And, like, I literally warmed my hand up on my doe, because, I mean, she loves getting petted and stuff. She's not that crazy about getting picked up, but she does like getting pets, and she will, like, nudge my hand for more petting if I stop, which is super cute. Um, but yeah, so I literally just, like, had my fingers curled up in her fur like right behind her neck and it did not take long for my fingers to warm up so um and I could like barely feel my hands it was so cold and I was doing stuff barehanded so I was like oh thank you for warming me up <laughs> it felt so nice so like I definitely want to do some stuff with the fur um, but I mean, like, maybe I hate that process <laughs> and whatever, but I, I think there would be a market for that, um, because a lot of people want the furs, but they don't enjoy the process of it and stuff, and it's kind of a hassle, and they have other things that they'd rather do, so maybe if I, like, process furs, um, that could be a side hustle, and... You know, maybe I just need to be less picky about what I do and just do it, you know. Because I think I think there could be a market for that. And, um, like, just thinking if I build that into a business or, or part of my homestead business, you know, I could even, like, drive to pick the hides up and then drop them back off and you know write off the the mileage and stuff like that and like if I'm going past a store well we'll just stop in there and stuff like you know so um I'm trying to think of things that like how do I and I wish maybe I will write to like Nicole Sauce at Living Free in Tennessee and see if um, her and um, John Willis can kind of do a whole podcast about like how to turn your life expenses into business expenses. Like how does that work? Um, and what things can you not really do? You know? So... I need to find, like, a CPA or something if I really want to do this, though, because, and I do, 
like, even if we start out really small, like, I, I want to make it work and get better and better and, like, do more every year, um, you know, I'm glad I have a job right now, it definitely helps pay the bills, um, but, you know, eventually, I would like to be my own boss, that's definitely been a goal for a while, and, I mean, maybe even with this, like, FedEx thing, maybe I can be, like, kind of per diem or something like that eventually, like, if they get more people or whatever, which, it seems, like, so hard to, to keep people, but, um, you know, maybe I can be, like, well, you know, I need more time, and I can give you, like, a couple days a week, but then I need the rest of the time off, or, like, you know, just call me in when you need me and stuff, um, and, but I'm a long ways off from that even, you know, I think that will be an option eventually, but, um, right now, I don't think, I'm, you know, I'm obviously not ready for that, and I think that's a while off yet, so, um, but yeah, so, I've thought about doing, like, compost and stuff, too, um, And I really want to do, like, a block party in the summer and invite all the neighbors and stuff. And maybe I will be like, hey, if you guys want to compost and you don't have, like, you don't garden yourself or, like, you don't want a stinking compost pile outside your place or whatever, like, I can come around and pick up buckets from you, like every day or every other day or whatever so it doesn't stink up your house and you know pay me like a little bit or maybe nothing at all because I'll be running it through my chickens um and I'd rather have it like fresher you know not like oh you can keep your bucket for a week you know, once it's nice and stinky in your house, and, you know, I'd, I'd rather do, like, either every day or every other day, um, and just, you know, have them set that outside, and then I can give that to my chickens, um, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't even need, like, many of my neighbors to do that, um, and, and feed my chickens a lot less, and if I have too much, I can check with my neighbor across the road and see if they want some for their chickens, you know, um, but, yeah, so, that's another idea, because I think, I don't think any of our other neighbors have chickens or anything, like, 
our one neighbor that's down at the end, he, he used to have, like, ducks and stuff, um, but last year he didn't have anything, and he's had more and more health problems and stuff, so, um, I don't know if he'll get any animals again, but, um, yeah, um, I do want to, you know, see if anybody is interested in that, and also just, like, you know, get to know my neighbors better, um, there's so many that I don't know, I mean, I've seen some of them from delivering, not often, because most of them, you know, are working and, and whatever, but, um, <laughs> I wonder if they'll recognize me, they'll be like, hey, you look familiar, like, yeah, I've delivered packages for you, <laughs> um, <laughs> nice to meet you properly now, um, but yeah, I would like to do that, I think that would be fun to have, like, neighborhood events and stuff like that, I mean, you know, we have some friends that near live nearby, but I think it would be a lot nicer to to be more in touch and connected to our immediate neighbors besides just like the two that live closest to us. Um one of the other neighbors on our road um is going to be plowing for us now as well. So it was good to, like, meet him, um, was like, oh, hi, neighbor, thanks for plowing, like, we've been here five years, and we're just meeting you now, so, you know, it's, and may, you know, not everybody probably wants that, but I think there's a lot of people that probably do, and they just, you know, they don't know how to start it themselves, so I don't really even know, but, like, I just remember being a kid and one of our neighbors had a block party and it was like great you know I didn't even know anybody but like I knew them and it was just, it was so much fun like I just remember it being a blast so that's that's something I want to do this year um I haven't told my husband about that yet but I'm sure he probably won't have a problem with it, um, and, you know, I'll probably have some plants that are ready to go, so if any of them want some garden plants, or they want a garden put in, and be like, hey, I could tilt that up for you, <laughs> um, or start a no-dig bed. Um, but yeah, so, it's good to know people, um, good to know your neighbors, and have ways to contact them, so I'm hoping that will happen as well, like, um, hopefully we can get some numbers and be like, who's where and all this stuff, um, just to kind of keep an idea, and then, like, if, if something happens in our neighborhood, and some people need help, or whatever, like, we 
can check in on each other and um you know I I want to take care of the people closest to us too not just ourselves and our friends like the people that are next door and you know close by I want to have good relationships with them not just like ignore each other you know I had enough of that in Manchester where you're you like didn't know hardly anybody just because everybody keeps themselves and you know you're literally living in apartments next to each other above and below and whatever and and you don't know anybody so um yeah hopefully we can that'll work out um and yeah I think that will be fun um and people can just walk home you know like (laughs) you can drink as much as you want because you don't have far to go home (laughs) um but yeah we'll probably just do like bring your own beer and stuff and like have drinks available um and like you know maybe I'll just make burgers or something and then other people can bring other stuff um but yeah like I would really like to do that um so yeah um anyways so hopefully we get baby bunnies <laughs> um but yeah I guess that's that's kind of all I had for today uh hopefully this helped you maybe you learned something about rabbits that you didn't know before like the bucks can pull out the fur of the does um or something and um hopefully all your endeavors go well and everything in this new year like hopefully we have less problems than we did last year and you know we learn from our mistakes and just do things smarter and better and um we have much greater successes this year than last year even if we were successful last year um I know like a lot of my stuff was not very successful last year but um so I'm hoping that I do much better this year anyways Blessings to you and yours, and Happy New Year. Bye. I will talk to you next time.